In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts, and we promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. This is album 53. This is Jimi Hendrix's final studio album. It's a double album. Woo. Electric Ladyland. And let's, guys, I, I uh, you know, last week, Aaron talked a little bit about a problem he's having, and it turns out that that's one of the new hit songs of the <laughs> summer. The summer, of course, is wrapping up, and everybody's sad about problem. that. Some people have to go back to work. It's kind of a bummer, and it's even more of a bummer because some people don't feel bad about certain people having to go back to work, and it's almost... I think schadenfreude is the word you're looking for. Yeah, I know that guy too, but it's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, all right, let's listen to the hit song of the end of the summer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. Listen, last week, we were talking to Aaron, and he said the biggest problem in his life is that his burgers are way too small. Well, this is a song going out to Aaron and his small meat. Oh, Oh, no. No. Yeah. Oh, no. right. Well, then, Aaron, am I, and I can tell no lies. My meat is the wrong size. My meat is the wrong size. Talking about your burgers, right? Oh yeah, it's the wrong size. Woo, woo. It happens smaller buns. Oh, my meat's so I small. Threw the guitar in there, Rob. Gotta make the subtext text there. <laughs> well, I'm cooking burgers on the fire, and I'm looking at the size of my tiny meat. Oh no. Well, knowing the bun size, I tried to shape that meat of mine. But my meat is too tiny. <laughs> my meat is tiny. If <laughs> I think I made the meat into the right size, one that'll make my wife finally smile. Oh, but that's when one comes to eat the meat, it's always off by an inch or two. But it looks so tiny when I show you. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. Goes right into it. Were those drums or was that Eric's wife running away from him in the background when she heard that very song? I had a second whole verse about my wife's buns and I didn't do it. Beck did it better. Welcome, everybody, to Beck Did It Better, the home of a 41-year-old man who still thinks a song about Aaron's tiny meat is the height of comedy. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, we've got three guys. We've actually got three guys here who loved Chuck Berry's cover of a Jimi Hendrix song called Doodoo Child. Doodoo Child. There we go. Uh, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Excellent, Rob. Thanks for having me. I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Rob, I know everyone listening to this podcast is ready for you to show us all your long, 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 hot summer night. <laughs> and I've also got Aaron here who kept texting us that picture of Jimi Hendrix's plaster of Paris mold of his penis. Have you guys seen that? And he kept texting it to us saying, oh, this is so cool. And then he wanted to trade us a receiver for a 3D printer. So I don't know what that's about. Aaron in California, how are you doing, Aaron? Long setup, long setup. Rob, as long as we're doing quotables, I just want to let you know that I'll make love to you in your sleep, and Lord knows you won't feel no pain. Let's go. 
Oh, actually, I'll, you know what? I'll take it. It's better than what I've been getting here at the cabin. You guys might not realize it, but when we're recording this, there is an NFL game this week. What? Does that the blow national your mind? There is, there is a National Football League game this week. So we decided that we are going to have a draft. Another draft? Yes. Oh, no, I love right. drafting. Wait, what are we drafting? We are going to be drafting. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine came out with their top 100 music videos of all time. Matt almost threw just a shit fit of a tantrum when you said new list. I, he, there was almost <laughs> it was a close. Right there. It was it's, close. He's done. He's done. <laughs> Shoving that back down. All <laughs> right. So we are going to do a draft here of our favorite music videos of all time. We are going wow. to do a snake draft. Music videos? Music videos. Yeah. What, okay. Why? Oh, did I text you guys the wrong thing? Are no, you, you sending me like, lead. no, I'm good. Are I'm you, good. are, are you going to pick like Charlie bit my finger? You're like, oh no, I just picked regular YouTube videos. This is a disaster. No, I was, I was going with the whole bit of where we'd act like it was something impromptu and not a, a, oh. a stage. Oh, that's setup. right. We've been working on our improv. Okay. Yes. That, I'm sorry, but you guys, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go kittens inspired by kittens, please. Yes. My first one. Uh, I'm going to go with that. That video where I thought I was never seen a, it, Russell. I, th- I thought I was oh, taking a uh, cock shot, but instead it was on a video, and then it's me crying and saying, "Oh wait, how do I push stop record?" <laughs> uh, it's not called a cock shot, though. What am I trying to say, Russell? What's it called? <laughs> oh, a sext. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, oh okay. A sext. But for me, it's I just might. the cock. I'm like no Set balls. Can't be no balls. We go off the rails on this one. So this is that's like Rob, the this is the portion the grays. Okay, this is the portion of uh this is the portion of the. Show your mom's not in your recording studio right now yet. She is not, but she may be coming in to lie down in a little bit. So I, I she told me <laughs> so, that she said oh, it's no big deal, and I was like, eh, actually, it is quite a big deal. Thinking about what we're going to be getting into, especially with the videos that I have picked for this segment, because a lot of them are about me being in junior high. Oh, okay, no. so we're going to do Same. a snake draft. Okay, which of course was my nickname in uh, my sophomore year of college. Uh, it's uh, How the, long is the snake? The snake is going to be, we're going to do four rounds. We're going to oh, start with wow. me to Matt to Russ to Aaron and then back Aaron to Russ to Matt to me. So I am going to start off my draft. There we go. It's playing very softly in the background. Okay. All right. So now I do the part where I, where did I put all my draft picks? Ah, here we go. With the first pick in the NFL music god damn it Rob in the Beck did it better music draft I am going to take music video draft music video draft I am going to take I gotta take November Rain I think November Rain is one of the greatest that was mine of all time that was mine it's got that's horrible it's got two guitar solos it's got Slash it's got a woman who is attractive, where if I really was concentrated, I could probably get it done during that time. And it also has a guy jumping into a cake. Okay, it's just like three of my fetishes, including Slash, which I have to explain to my wife over and over. Put on the hat, put on the wig, act sexy. Doesn't it also have a wedding and a funeral? Like, isn't that every dude's dream? Get married, have the greatest day of your life, and then you mm-hmm. get to go out and find a new woman a few years later when she kicks oh. the bucket? That's oh, no. what I tell my wife every day, and she hates it. <laughs> Especially awkward when I was down at your family's place the other weekend. All right, Matt, with the second pick, what are you, what music video are you taking? Well, now you threw me all off. I'm going to go with uh, Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Oh, that's a very good Sabotage. 
Isn't that kind of a, a parody of like an old like uh, cop oh, yeah. show or something sliding, like just that? Just sliding across oh, oh, oh. Uh, hoods and stuff oh, oh. like that. Yep. Coaches. All right. So oh, yes. now I've got Russell with a third pick. Russell, what are you going to pick in the draft? Third pick. I got to be honest with you guys. Rob mentioned we were going to do this. I don't think I've seen a music video outside of the years between 1992 and 1997 or 98. I've never seen another music video in my life. So I am really limited to about a six to seven year span. But I'm going to kind of go in the same years that you guys were talking about. I'm going to take the House of Pain jump around. That music video is badass. It created like the whole everyone, the mosh pit jumping around for, for like a dance thing. I'm going House of Pain jump around yes okay i'm i'm actually gonna pull up jump around i gotta see this video there's like a weird funeral thing going on at the beginning there's like the bum 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 and then you've got everlast or whatever the guy's name is in the middle rapping wearing the 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 celtics jersey it's just the cream of the crop i rise to the top yes yes Everlast turns out to be a very thoughtful guy who knows a ton about hip-hop i listened to a very long interview with him on Joe Rogan a couple times too. Yeah. He's a really thoughtful guy. I think he smokes a lot of weed, but yeah, I agree with a lot of the stuff Joe Rogan says. I think Joe Rogan is a lot of great ideas. I agree. with Damn it. I I said Talib Kweli's, but I mean, Kweli's crushing a little. You've got like these guys, kids playing bagpipes in black and white, old school video. And then all of a sudden, all these guys are in this bar, just jumping around drunk having fun house of pain this classic. is one of the best classic this do you and think this this singly made people like celtics fans in their life is watching these house of pain videos no no what i don't think so <laughs> you know what it made me think of though this oh, week okay. like so this is improv improv. over yeah <laughs> no i got a better one this made me think about how dancing at weddings is a young man's game like if i were to go oh, to no a way. wedding now and try to do the jump around house of pain or to go to like the like a, a club and dance and jump around for four minutes, I would have a, there, there would be a medical, a medical emergency that would go on with that. There's no way I could do that anymore. But like when you were younger, you would do that. That, that was a, a common dance at wherever you went. Right. Oh, oh, jump. When, when that song came on, it was like, yes, 30, in the first 30 seconds, you're like, when jump around, jump around Then for 30 seconds. You're like, okay, I actually have to go like, yeah, I'm going to head to the bar. I got to take a little break right now. Yeah. Well, that's why the first dance at my wedding was slammed by Onyx. It caused all sorts of problems. My, my mom got seriously injured, actually. Well, there goes my second-round draft pick, but thanks anyways, asshole. Aaron, with the fourth pick, Legit, what are you, you think I'm kidding. Look at this. You can see it. I got a list on my phone. It's on there. You can still say slam. I'll edit out where I said it. Wink. Aaron, what do you want? All right. Well, I got to go. I'm going to go here back. Comes up. the Raiders of the draft. You have no idea what's this coming is, here. <laughs> You're like, Duty, Evie. Yeah. I got Okay, there's this guy from Jamaica. He runs a 9.5 second hundred. I'm going to draft him as a wide receiver. I'm going back to the Aaron, VH1 if I have to days. Go to Vimeo to watch these videos. I'm going to kick your ass. This is terrible. The first video that I can remember watching, watch this one with my mom. And I said to her, Mom, that oh, no. Tina Turner has nice legs. So I got to go with What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner. That is my first video memory. Watch that one on VH1 with my, with my mom back in the day. Okay. And I wasn't okay, wrong. So wait I wasn't a minute. Wrong. Can I ask you, what did your yeah. mom say when you said Tina Turner has nice legs? I think she said I was right. I mean, I, what else would, what else would you say? It's an empirical question. She does. It's true. Let's, let's see. Okay, here we go. Also her hair in this one. Yeah, there it is. It's the second one down. Her hair in this one is Bowie-esque. It's incredible. Are we a Tina Turner podcast now? Like, is that I what think we so. are? 
I mean, why I, wouldn't we be? We should be after watching the the documentary on HBO. I think it was amazing. You should watch it. Also, like just a, a smooth jam. Like a denim oh, yeah. shirt. It's yeah. Oh, she's walking. I think that's Roosevelt Island. <laughs> For real? <I'm> not kidding. <laughs> yeah, that might be Brooklyn. But the thin tie. I love the guy in the thin tie. By the way, I started all these videos at 30 seconds. Many of you sickos at home. I mean, the song's so good. So, some this British. Here's where you see the legs coming up out of the subway. Oh. Quintessential Oof. New York shot. Let's hear it, Matt. I'm with Aaron. I would British love to have group. sex with Tina Turner. What were you going to say, Matt? Wrote the song, <laughs> came out with this really horrible pop version of it, right? And so she's over there. She's trying to figure out her career. She can't get a foothold after all the Ike and Tina stuff. It's been six, seven years. She's over in England trying to come up with a, a new kind of shtick, if you will. And this group comes, and she's like, this is a horrible song. This is just a horrible song. And they, so then they basically said, well, sing it like you would sing it. So then she basically came out with this version of it, and it is what it is today, selling 30 million records and yada, yada, yada. You know, one of the best songs of the 80s. Unstoppable. So. It helps when your voice is probably one of the best voices of all time. Like, legit. Yeah. I don't think she gets talked about enough with best female voices ever, but when she sings, you sit up and listen. Like, it's crazy. Rosie, you got yeah. the next pick. You've got the fifth pick. You Let's already wait. have what's love got to do with it? Oh, we got it. We're not going worst to first every round. It's a oh no, it's a snake it's draft. A snake. Yeah, I'm going to skip forward a few years to another video that made me feel a little bit uncomfortable in mixed company. And this is Janet Jackson's Anytime, Anyplace. This one is basically soft porn. It is a great <laughs> song, but um, it's all about Janet and her neighbor down the hall and their their dalliances, and it's a it's it's steamy. It's a steamy video. This one was uh, etched into my mind as a young as a young kid. Could you define the word dalliance, Aaron? I've never heard this term. I mean, it's them, you know, getting to know each other a little bit. Oh, I think it's a kind of deserted old country buffet. It's the yellow <laughs> stuff with the whipped cream on top. It's <laughs> <laughs> that little powder on top too. Oh, this is reminding me. Janet Jackson made me super horny. Oh, yeah. Middle School, <laughs> a lot. Forgot about this song. <laughs> it's a great song. Whoa. And then Kendrick sampled it, too. Yeah. It's a great great track. And, yeah, it's just a lot of, like, wayward glances. And then all of a sudden, oh, their clothes are off. Here we go. This is MTV at 4 in the afternoon. Okay, so go to 53 seconds of this video, and it's probably the greatest thing I've seen of all time. Aaron, you automatically win the draft. Can I just say this, guys? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, Aaron, that when I'm watching Janet Jackson get undressed in an apartment and then hearing your voice in the background, that doesn't give me conflicting emotions at all. That actually turns no, out it's my king. It, huh? Yeah. So I'm actually going to have to take Aaron's audio track and play that at night uh, when the wife and I are separated and I have some time by myself uh, with a high speed internet connection. All right. I've got Russell with the sixth pick. Russell, you already have taken, I can't remember. Oh, a house of pain jump around. Which yep. is a, which I can't believe you jerked it to that video. But uh, Russell, what was what was your next pick? Oh well, now uh, now I got to watch what I'm going to take here. If this is the way we're going, <laughs> no, no, you know no, 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 I'll no, take no. This we can't. One. I'll do the same joke. No, I'll take this one then. I'm going to take Sir Mix a Lot. Baby got back. Oh There's the God. crazy intro oh, where they're talking about look right. at her butt. It's so big. But then finally, when they hit Becky, the, when they yeah, look at her butt. It's so big, Becky. And then all of a sudden they scroll. What are they, those rap guys? They show Sir Mix a lot rapping, and then they pan out, and he's just rapping on mountains 
that look like big butts. <laughs> and like, what a clever concept. I'm going Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. Is this the greatest opening line of any song ever, Russell? What, what is it? What is the greatest? What is the opening line of the song, man? Um, let me pull it up. Let me see. Are we talking, um, oh my God, Becky, look at her butt? Or are we no, talking? God, Becky, look at her butt. <laughs> Not that part. So or I like big butts and I cannot It's lie. funny, too, because this video came out like 90s, right? Yeah, I mean, big butts, early 90s. I mean, butts are Here we go. Here thing. we go. Did, big, did Sir Mix-a-Lot start this? I mean, her butt. Oh. It's just so big. Here it is. And even by today's standards, it's not that big. Okay, I am looking. I like It is a great opening line. Scroll out and here's <laughs> he's wearing like this pork pie hat. And there he's just standing on two big butts. Like a big butt rabbit hat. That's only one butt. It's two cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> If people go pull up the video, look at the background. He's standing on this butt, and it looks like they just used, like, uh, a piece of blue paper as the background, like, and drew some clouds on it. It is the cheapest looking you can set tell. in the history of music videos. You could tell they were like, oh, man, we got this huge ass that you can stand on Sir Mix-a-Lot. What should we put the background? He's like, who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's can, you imagine, the background. can you imagine, like, the set designer guy? Like, wait, you want what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the best. three butts and a what? And they're going to be doing what? And what's the song? What? <laughs> the other great part of this video is when they show the various fruits that look like butts. You guys remember that? They show like the. I got to try to. I'm going to. I'll yes. edit this out. So don't say anything funny right now, but just wait. I got to show you the part where they're showing the fruits because it shows like a tomato. Okay, so first of all, he's in. He's sitting in the butt now. Yes, he's just sitting I'll like in the down. crevice. What is it? <laughs> We might have to watch this whole video, guys. I'm not lying. Like, this is, Russell, you might have won this draft with this pick. I had forgotten how great this video was. Oh, and he has look the at, huge mix a lot sign. In the back. It looks like a Simpsons episode. And then there's also the... Yes. Okay, wait a minute. I just found the fruit part. Okay, 128. I'm starting now. Yes. At least face the booty. So somebody was like, okay, we need to find a bunch of fruits and vegetables that also look like butts. And then it also has the white guys got to shout where the white guy grabs his collar and goes. Rrr. I used to do that all the time <laughs> to express my disdain with certain things. That's a great pick. Russell, uh, Matt, what is your second pick after sabotage? I don't know. How I'm going to follow that up. You That's can. a pretty good one. Again, I'm going to the list that had that in, had influence on me. Not so much this, whatever this top 100 list is, because I'm sure there's. Uh, dire Straits and things like that. And Michael Jackson's probably like a top 10 or something. So I was going to say that, you know, my era, the grunge era had horrible videos. Jeremy, horrible video. Oh, Black Hole Sun, horrible oh, video. What? No, Black Hole Sun. Losing My Religion, horrible video. <gasps> I, I mean, even a worse Why are you saying these are all bad? Oh, they're just, I mean, bad. like you're watching like the most depressing thing in the world. Like Jeremy's about a guy who goes to school and shoots everybody up. Like, okay, Not great. Good. You know, Losing My Religion is literally just this guy who's like crying in a corner about something. I don't know. Black Hole Sun is just creeps me out. It, well, all, all the these songs go, like are, are right. dark and creepy, right? Yeah. These are, these are yeah. your bands, So Matt. I was going to pick because they is essentially just a, a live concert. The song Alive by Pearl Jam uh, as my number two video. I love that video. Eddie Vedder's jumping off speakers and stuff. From second stage, and so that's it's just a, it's a essentially recorded at a concert. So that's why I think I like it. But all all these other grunge videos are horrible. I can't think of a good one. So 
If you if any if our listeners can think of a good grunge video, text into the Bex line, right, Rob? Yes, absolutely. And I will say, I'm not going to pick it, but I think Black Hole Sun should be on somebody's list. It's a very, very good video. Let's watch it live. We could take this one off the board then. So then what do you think of the Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit, Matt? That's one of the most famous ones. Yeah, and I kind of didn't want to go with that one because of it's probably going to be like number top five, I guess, for videos of all times. And so it's kind of an obvious one. And I don't know. That's the only reason I didn't pick it for my list. You know, like they say on the internet, uh, I had a hard time masturbating to this. <laughs> you guys ever see that? <laughs> Maybe we're on different parts of the internet. But yeah, this video is just Pearl Jam. I noticed that Eddie Vedder is not sitting on a giant butt in this video. So that's, therefore, I'm going to give this video a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> the video I'm going to pick uh, is Creep by TLC. That's a good one. Oh, the PJs. Yeah. Waterfalls. Yeah. No, 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 no. Waterfalls yeah, was no, like the, the creep by Radiohead. Even better. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the creep in the dance. Uh, actually, though, depressing. Wait a, wait a minute. I'm a creep. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, like, oh, I'm no. a winner. Could you, could you imagine Rob sitting in his basement with no one down there listening to Radiohead creep while he's, he's taking care of business? <laughs> oh, and it's like. I lowered. I, that's my my I, my parents got me that shirt that said I lowered my sweatpants for this. <laughs> I lowered my sweatpants for this. Can we make that shirt and on the back? It says on the front it says Beck did it better. On the back it says I lowered my sweatpants for this question mark. And then it's a picture of Sir Mitzelot sitting on a butt cheek. Oh. I mean TLC to me this I I know I've joked about like. Jerking it to videos before this. I'm not joking. <laughs> look at these big satin pajamas they're wearing. Like these big hammer pants look like skinny jeans. These satin pajamas they're wearing in this are huge. There's an excellent deleted scene from the show Atlanta where the the guys from Atlanta put on the sub PJs and do this dance. It's amazing. <laughs> I would have because the problem with this video is is that like you were like okay the video is four minutes and twenty four seconds long. That's not a problem. It looks like she's wearing your satin pajamas, Rob. (laughs) That's maybe why you liked it. They're big and baggy. But then the problem is it would intercut with just pictures of a trumpet. So then when I would go to band class the next day, it evoked all sorts of emotion I didn't know that I wanted to have. (laughs) All right. So I also have the next pick. And I'm not trying to go on any sort of uh, theme here. Okay. Although who would have guessed that this is the theme that it would turn into with me hosting the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Imagine that. The next video that I'm going to pick my third one is Christina Aguilera, uh, Pink, Lil' Kim. Oh, my God. I think my mom's coming in. Oh, ladies' night. Oh, no. Woo! Gotta lock the door. Can't let my mom see this. <laughs> this was Lady Marmalade from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. This video was a Simone and uh, Maya. Look at this. I was like, like I, I'd go to middle school the next day. I'd be like, why aren't girls here wearing corsets? You know what I mean? For sex. Just bodysuits. I mean, look at that. I like how this podcast is just a bunch of us saying, look at that. Guys, go to 30 seconds in all these videos. They'll see exactly what we're seeing. You sick freaks out there. Visual jokes. Oh, I want to jerk it with Rob. We should have, we should do one of those, those shows. You guys probably see them on YouTube where people watch new, new songs or new videos and they just show the person in the corner watching it. Like, if you imagine watching videos? Rob watch TLC and... 
Lady Marmalade yeah. or whatever this song is. Yeah, it would just be a dick thing. I've seen both Pink and Christina Aguilera live at separate events. Who was better? They put on a show. Uh, probably Christina. I uh, know Pink. I think Pink was better. Yeah, I think Pink was better. I saw her open for JT and then I saw her by herself once too. Okay, so I paused the video at a certain point. I thought my mom was coming in. Don't worry, it was just my kid seeing the picture that we're looking at now. <laughs> oh, you can continue. <laughs> Matt, what's your next pick for a video? Uh, Matt, by the way, a little has picked Sabotage and then Jeremy. Okay, so no, Matt, what's your next Jeremy. video? Alive. alive. He picked Alive. Yeah. Oh, alive. Right. Jeremy. Dumb shit. I was going to go with, uh, again, only because it was in my youth and I saw it like four times a day for... Months on end, but I was going to go with uh, gin and juice. Ah, shoot. Yep. It's interesting, yep. Matt. You talk about gin and juice. I, is that the one where the dad leaves and he comes home at the end of the party and kicks everyone out or not? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I was thinking of Dre Day. I thought, of, I thought Dre Day is the one I think of more, I'll, I'll, more often. Or more than gin ride. and juice? Which is the one where they open the fridge and all the 40s are in there? That's what I'm thinking of. I think that's Dre Day with the fridge in the 40s, right? No, gin and juice. The what, gin and juice, the one the dad leaves at the beginning. Yep. They go out and kind of have fun, and then they come back, and the dad is like, everyone get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> also, at the beginning of this, they show Snoop Dogg is sitting, or Dre or Snoop is sitting in the bathroom Dre. taking a shit. And like, I don't know why they have to spend eight seconds with them in the bathroom before that, but... <laughs> Oh, right, the, pig, the Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. He's like, you got it. You got to show me so taking a shit. The money for this video is going to go to my ex-wife for payments for the rest of my life. Please. No, yeah, this one's a classic. What jersey is he wearing there? 34 for the Penguins? Is that a Lemieux? 94. Just his own year. Rob. Six in the morning. All right. So now I'm a little thrown off because my mom. Are they done watching the Olympics, mom? All right. I'll head. I got to transfer. <laughs> I was going to talk to you guys about how much I enjoyed that part with about the hose in the living room getting it on. But my mom's here. So we're going to move on here. I got to move. I got to change location. <laughs> Let her just take oh, over. Gonna move. She could captain the ship. Rob's going to move to the living room. She's <laughs> just see what's going on in there. Yeah. Just in case. Rob, I've got, I've got something you, in my pocket. I'll tell you guys about later here, but even dare leave your computer open with your mom in the, in the building where she could potentially see your search history or not. Good night, mom. <laughs> well, Hey sweetie. Okay. So I'm just questioning uh, a lot of choices. I've made. God, I hope this right makes now. it. This has got to, we got to come up with Rob, some good jokes. Rob, All this has ever, to stay in. Rob, do you ever like, are you ever out with friends and you're showing them like a picture or something? And they're like, Oh, let me see. And then you give them your phone and then you're terrified. You're like, Oh my God, oh. what could be on that phone or what could they type <laughs> in? And what could they see? Did I clear my porn history? <laughs> let me, let me tell you guys a right? story. I, I was recently texting a friend of mine. I had, I, I was, I found out that on Bitmojis, you can send people dirty things with Bitmojis if you spell it wrong. So I had sent a friend of mine, my friend Suzanne, I sent her a Bitmoji that just said cunnilingus with two N's and two L's. And then I sent another one that just said big balls. Well, then my conservative aunt was hanging out at our place and we were looking up, uh, caning because i was bringing up the guy who got caned in singapore and so then she was looking at my phone for an article of caning because we wanted to see what a cane looked like oh no and i was like 
oh no, she's going to text back something super dirty with a Bitmoji. It's just going to pop up. My aunt's going to see it. So I was like, oh my God, this needs to stop right now. <laughs> Terrible. All right, Russell, what's your next pick? I'm going to take one that I just remember this. I completely remember the Bumblebee one. I'm going to take No Rain by Blind Melon. That's the one yep. with the girl doing the audition in the Bumblebee oh, suit, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a good a one. Yeah. That is a classic video. I got to take that with the third I don't pick. understand can I, why I Can I tell you guys something about Blind Melon and me? Yeah. Blind Melon is one of the bands that I love so much. I bought the album. I know the whole album by heart. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I've never talked about it, but it's so good. Shannon Hoon is such a talented singer. And it's crazy because I feel like I'm the only guy in the world that is like a huge Blind Melon fan. But if you listen to that album, it's so fantastic. And this video, like his voice is absolutely incredible. It's great. Yeah. He died, right? Didn't he die right around yes. time? They had an album after this and then he passed away due to a heroin overdose. This song is a crusher. This video is badass. I almost took this with my first round pick. I would have been pissed if anyone video. else would have taken it from me. Again, though, if you look, they're doing this, they're like playing out in the grass and the background looks like they're just standing in front of a piece of blue paper. The it background also, is terrible again. It's so 90s though, isn't it? Like what they're yeah. wearing again. Like we all knew guys in high school that dress like this. Like, well, I mean, think about it, actually. Little glasses, okay, shirts, like, I mean, a poopy yeah. shell tinted. necklace. Who does that remind us of? Well, look at now there's a part where no rain is where blind melon is on student council and they want to make the the dance. What was your What was your big student council day again, Aaron? What was your dumb shit idea? Imagine it was a huge coup. I got to I, I convinced them to do Imagine as the theme for the homecoming dance. And you wouldn't you can't believe how much better people everyone in my graduating class are. They all went out and just did wonderful things to improve the lives of others. I got to admit that's a better theme than we had for our high school dance. Trying to finger somebody in the football field at midnight, but. Uh, <laughs> Actually, our theme was dimly lit gym. Dimly lit gym. Uh, <laughs> Russell, that's a that's an absolutely gym? fantastic pick. I didn't even think of that one. Aaron, with your third, uh, pick, I'm going to go with my next one. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go to Tom Petty, and I hope I got this one right. Uh, I'm going to go with Into the Great Wide Open. Is that the one that has the the sort of uh, Alice in Wonderland over, theme? Yep. You're passing yep. on yeah. Last Dance with Mary Jane. That video. Oh, that's, that is a great no. one too. No, I know that was that was a tough call, but I think Into the Great Wide Open is the one I remember. This watching is a good a one. Yep. Last Dance with Mary Jane does Aaron does love that one because it does involve him digging up a woman and dancing with the dead corpse. But let's see what this video has. I'm to into that for us. Yeah, it's like the scene stuff. where they're like hanging out over the freeway. That that is that the one you're talking about? I is that isn't that Aerosmith? Haven't we already covered that? No. Nope. <laughs> this is this what you're thinking of, Aaron? And by the way, thanks for doing all the research I for this so, podcast. Yeah. I've only I've only put in hours getting this ready, and you're like, I think it's this Tom Petty video where like he plays guitar. <laughs> what? Yeah, where he's telling the story. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's the storyteller, yeah, yeah. and then there's the people acting it out, and he's the he's the. Why is the he dressed like the Mad Hatter? What's going on there? I think he's the I think he is the Mad Hatter, right? He's making it happen. Well, there was a video where he was literally the Mad Hatter. Is this the one? Yeah. Or is this like a continuation? Oh, I love this video because it's like. Literally, he's doing what the song says. It's so great. He's like, oh, he's playing a guitar. What's the limits? Yeah, great song. I like the storytelling I'll, I'll part tell of the you video. What, though, this did to me what it happens every time I listen to Tom Petty, which is I'm like, Tom Petty is so good. Like, I love yep. to burn on Tom Petty because he does look like an undertaker somewhere that happened to pick up a guitar. But he his songs are so fantastic. And the fact that we haven't had a Tom Petty album yet, kind of outrageous, right? Like, it's it's pretty outrageous. 
Uh, we're on 53. So, Aaron, that pick did suck. What's your next, what's your final pick of the draft? What do you if think? If you love reaches, I'm going to dig deep into the bag oh, of Aaron. UMTV Ooh. Raps videos that I watched as a young kid. And the, I, I, this is crazy. The one that came to my mind was DOS Effects. And I had to go with the first one that came to my mind. You go to go with your gut. So, DOS Effects, Mike Checka. That's the one that came to my mind. It's just two dudes. Rapping in a very dimly lit video. Um, they have another video where they're carrying torches through what looks like a sort of dungeon. But I always liked their rhyme style and I liked their stocking caps. And so I used to watch a lot of UMTV raps late at night and DOS Effects is the one that came to me and I got to take it. Finally, a rap video with stocking caps. I just want to say this is the <laughs> second DOS Effects video that comes up when you search DOS Effects on YouTube. So that maybe makes me think that uh, I don't know about this thing. <laughs> I mean, you got to get value where you can find it. This was just like, this was one of those things. I was like, oh, whoa, this is a rap video. It's just dudes rapping hard at the camera. We're in stocking caps. That's my thing. I've never seen this one before. Yeah, no, nobody has. Uh, this has 200,000 views, 210,000 views. This is the least viewed of any video of ours by one million. I mean, this is crazy. Wow, what a shitty pick. And I would expect no less from you. This is like when Aaron just took the putter in the second round. They're like, wait, he could have taken the putter in the seventh round or just signed a free agent punter. You guys don't know. You never know where this is going to go. Wow, Aaron, you never failed to disappoint. I love you. Russ, with your final pick of the draft, what are you going to take? My final pick, I think there was a lot of good Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre ones that I was considering, but Matt took those off the board. So I'm going to stay away from those ones. No, no repeats. I'm going to take one that I thought Matt would maybe take. This is one of Matt's favorite bands. It's kind of in the grunge area, but I think the video's maybe a little bit weird, a little bit different. I'm going to take Tonight Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins. You guys remember that one? Ooh. I don't oh, remember yeah. the video. It's kind of like a yes. little cartoonish. It's a little, not cartoonish, but it's kind of got a weird vibe to it, right? It's the one yeah. where they crash into the moon. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. It's kind of like right? the, yeah. the theme of the album. If you know what the album cover looks, looks like, kind of weaves it together there. Yeah. I like weird vibes. Again, Disarm, that's another one that falls in just so, the horrible grunge video. Russell, can I ask you a question real quick? Does this video yeah. have uh, them sitting on a giant butt? No. Does this video have two guys rapping with uh, stocking caps on? Well, let's... <laughs> By the way, this might be weirder. Just to give somebody an idea, this video has 68 million views. <laughs> It, it's like you're at the World's Fair or something. There's something weird going on. Then there's weird cartoons. You got Billy Corgan or whatever his name is wearing the, the tuxedo and the top hat standing so in the good. clouds. This is just a killer. I love this video. I thought this was so great. Yeah. yeah there it is. The moon. It's kind of like Wes Anderson-esque in a way. Matt, what do you think? You're a precious well, guy. Yeah, I, I, I like the song. I, I wasn't really drawn to the video. I think it's just so overdone. Not in a bad way, though. I mean, it's good. I, I agree with you that it's good. It just wasn't something that I... But even the song, it's not... It's like a top 20 Smashing Pumpkins song for me, not a top 10, if you will. So, I don't know. So, yeah, I agree with Matt. Not enough guys with stocking caps rapping in that one. Matt, what is your pick for the next uh, for the next? Oh, song? It's very hard to pick one and last one, right? <laughs> um here. Um, I was gonna. I've got so many other videos that I could throw out there, but I don't think we can have a best video of all time. Without it's getting a little serious, but it's a good song. It's a lot more recent than anything else we've brought up. 
But This Is America by Childish Gambino. I don't know that one. Oh, there yes. you go. Might be one of the it's best video. music videos ever because it's a great song. But then the message that it has is a little bit. This was one that when it came out, we actually showed our middle school students when it came out and kind of analyzed what he was talking about. I mean, it's it's so heavy. It's so intense to watch. Russell, you, you probably need to watch this on your own, Russell, to get a true view of it. But... So good. So even even on non non movie days, teachers are showing movies these days. How wrong? When I'm not serving lunch, I'm showing this video. I don't know if you can get to the first part. Just get Russell's reaction. Are you watching this, Russell? Russell's watching that Lady Marmalade video on his own computer. Yeah, yeah, right there. there. Oh whoa! Yeah, hold on, hold on. Forty-five seconds. You want 45 seconds? Yeah. This is here's, what it's probably here's most the famous for Russell. Oh! Yeah, I don't like this one. I'm out. I mean, it was like a... It's 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 such an intense video. It's it's crazy. And by the way, compare that to Aaron's video. This one has 788 million views compared to 210,000. So, Aaron, it was a good pick still. I'm telling you, you got to find value. How many computers would Aaron have to buy or how many times would he have to reset his IP address or whatever to get that Rex X or whatever video <laughs> up to 788 million? There might not even be enough computers in the world for Aaron to get it up there. I'm going to start working at it. I mean, at least it up. Those are there's not today. enough computers in the world to get for Aaron to get it up. <laughs> My final video, and this is not a music video, but it is a video I send to anybody when we have a text message exchange and I don't know what else to send. This is a video just on YouTube. It is called Hot Sauce on Feet. So let's just watch this real quick. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Hot How many views does this one have, Rob? It only has 2,000. This whole draft just for this. And they're all Rob. They're all Rob's views. But if you send this to somebody, and Russell, I had if somebody goes, hey, I really had a great time. I want to see you again. Just send them that video. And if they respond, you're in. Okay, so Russell has his head in his hands. Aaron has turned his camera off and jumped in his tent. I can't see what he's doing. Uh, this one, I'm going to pick for my fourth one, Hootie and the Blowfish, I Only Want to Be With You. Now, listen, I, I had picked, it on the list. I have picked I had a it on lot of list. sexual videos, but there is only one video that features Dan Marino, and that is this one. Listen, he talked about how much he loves the dolphins. They make him cry. They were in this video. Got, they got I a forgot they're playing hoops in this basketball one too. game. Going, a lot of sports going on here. I mean, it started with Sports Center, for God's sakes. This is the most 90s video. Unfortunately, it is a repeat of content from our Joni Mitchell album about a year ago where we talked about this <laughs> video and Dan Marino starring in the video. Are you serious? I have zero recollection of that. You, you missed oh, that. Oh, there he is. There's Oh my gosh, and he's winning a Super Bowl in this video. It's a dream come true for Dan Marino. And now they're golfing. They're just playing all these sports. What a great 90s video. It's so great because Hootie the Blowfish is like, hey, we should just go play golf. Everybody's like, yeah, that's a great video. And guess what? I enjoyed this video enough where I picked it as my top four video of all time. So uh, I obviously won the video playoff. Let's look at the actual. I'm going to tell you guys the top 10 videos as Rolling Stones picked them. Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Okay. 
Good video. Are we going one to ten or ten to one? Ten to is one. This go for, is ten the best or one the best? Ten is not the best. I don't know what in what world ten would be the best, Russell. That's insane that you would even think that. As you know, on the Rolling, <laughs> Rolling Stone website, well it is toned. a great website to use. Everybody loves it. I have clicked on the appropriate page. I am now scrolling down now. Don't contest. As we scroll down, the number goes down, but the quality goes up. And a lot of people don't realize that because they don't listen to the end of this podcast. Uh, Guns N' Roses, November Rain, number nine. Great Ooh, call. Who pick great that? Call. It's got to be on the list. Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. I like yeah. that. I mean, this is okay. a big bust. I've never even seen the video. It can't be on the top If 10. you are a VH1 head like me, you saw yep. that video yep. one million times. million times. We yep. got D'Angelo Untitled, How Does It Feel, which is just yes. him and those muscles that I'll never have that I don't even think I have where it's like the, it's the real cum gutters down there. I don't I don't have those. Uh, six BC Boys. Hey, there you go. I had no idea where that would be. At nice. this point, the list. this is why I want to do this because this list is fucked after this. New Order, The Perfect Kid. <laughs> right. What the shit? I don't this even is know what the, the song is. If, if the Bumblebee's not on this list, they just need to get rid of the stupid the website. What is New Order, The Perfect Kiss? Could you guys even tell me what the song is? I don't think so. I think you're going to see something later, not, late, later mid-90s coming up. I think there's something that could be... What the fuck is this? We need to move it says it here, who wrote this article? It says, Aaron... That's so weird, Aaron, that you wrote this article. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's into my moonlighting gig That's for writing for a Stone magazine. Childish Gambino, this is America. Whoa, number four. Hey. Look at this. Oh. Madonna Vogue. Yeah, this that yeah. has to be on the list. That's probably a whiff by all of us. If you go if you're at a if you were ever at the, the bar or you were ever at a wedding and a Madonna song comes on. It doesn't have to be Vogue, but this is that's how you do the dance. You do all the hands. Anyway, here's Johnny Cash Hurt at number oh, this I love the song, two. but it's not as the video. The second video? I number like the video, but I think number two all time is that's really grown. And I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan. Oh, I'm just reading the what they say there. Basically, they put it because it's all accidental. It's the last time he's ever recorded in video. So that's why they're... Uh, it was very hard to masturbate to this. Thank you. <laughs> I love how Rolling Stone and Rolling Stone's Infinite Wisdom, they're like, oh, Rolling Johnny Cash should only have one album on the list and it should be like in the 300s, but we're going to put this stupid video up as the second greatest video. Like, it just <laughs> yeah, got an ass back. Literally looks like he's one foot in the grave. Yeah. And at number one, and this blows my mind, is No Rain by Blind Melon. I can't oh, believe it. It's the Russell Bee. No, it's not. I was lying. I'm just kidding. Oh, what the I'm shit? You gotta be oh. kidding me. This list is so fucked. It's hot sauce on feet. Uh, no, it is Beyonce I was going to ask if you could take lemonade in its entirety. Yeah, I was going to see if you could take lemonade in its entirety. But we, we, failing that, yeah, this one's got to be number one. This is what the, the, the cop car is sinking in New Orleans. This is incredible. Oh, yeah, and the head nods and the oh, black yeah, hats. Like oh, it is a good video, but it doesn't have somebody in a bumblebee. And, well, Beyonce is sitting on a giant ass for part of that video. But I got to say, I don't know about that. So, everybody, that was our... That was our music video draft. If you're still listening, congratulations. I think it legit went longer than the NFL draft. The, like the fourth or seventh rounds. Uh, thank you guys for saying that. But it did draft. not go longer than our, our uh, fantasy football drafts from 2000 Jesus until Christ. like two years ago when we sped it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Which 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 second tight end am I taking that I'm going to cut immediately? Can after I get this out of that league yet? Is it is it too nope. late to bail on that? Yep. You have to. <laughs> you have, have to get out. You have to get out in, uh, by May. No, was, and, uh, you missed it by two. What's months. really fun is when you've gotten kicked oh, out of that league shit. once for not paying, and then when you won, nobody paid you. It really feels satisfying. That's probably my favorite part of being in that <laughs> league. I love it. All right, let's get to nobody's favorite part. 
getting into the album. Let's talk about the music. It's time for nobody's favorite part of the show. Let's talk about the album. Wait, you just said that. Oh, yeah. It's almost like I can't think of a lot of funny things to say about this part. Uh, But this is Electric Ladyland. This is the only album produced by Hendrix. And it's so funny because he produced it. And then at the end, he took so long being a perfectionist with the song that he didn't have time to do a final master. So he hated the way it sounded when it came out. He thought it was way too muddy. He thought it was way too much bass. You know how there's in some songs, there's those 3D sound effects where it's going back and forth. A lot of the guys who mixed, who mastered it thought that it was a mistake. So they just took it out. (laughs) He was like, what the fuck? Don't do that. Um, This album spent two weeks at number one. Uh, uh, Redding, his bass player that we talked about before, had his own band called Fat Mattress. Okay. Was who's I actually, that was my nickname my sophomore year of college. But uh, so (laughs) he wasn't there a lot. So Jimmy had to play a lot of the bass part. He, uh, because Hendrix was in charge of it, he would just invite tons and tons of people in the studio. So the manager actually quit because of that. There were just tons of people sitting in the studio while they're recording. And at the time, Noel Redding's like, yeah, you couldn't even move. It was like a party. And we're sitting here trying to record these songs, which I think lends itself to this little bit looser feel of this album. And then the cover of this album, I think, goes down as one of the worst covers that we've seen yet. It's, I think it's absolutely terrible. It doesn't sum up this album at all. And the thing was, is that Hendrix actually wanted Linda McCartney to take a picture of him and a bunch of kids sitting around a statue in New York City. And the inside of the, have you guys ever seen the inside album cover of this, the inside art? No. What is it? It's just 19 nude women sitting around. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't ask for that, but it's pretty cool. He's like, it actually worked out pretty well. It, and it's not like them covering themselves up. It's like straight up nude women sitting around. Okay. Uh, and I just realized I was researching that on my work computer. So I'll probably see you guys later. Cause I'm gonna have a lot more time to do this podcast <laughs> in the upcoming years. So let's get into this. Is, is it tastefully done? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Although all he, it was a fish. Well, Aaron, what do you think, Aaron? Tastefully done. <laughs> yeah. Because it's important. Yeah, not as much to be tasted. Not as much pissing as Aaron likes. But I haven't seen it. <laughs> but I'm just, now I'm, now I'm going down the air. <laughs> no one's going to make it through this far in this anyway. It don't matter. Hey, I want to really hear these guys' music picks or the video picks. Wow, Rob picked Hot Sauce on Feet. What a big surprise. <laughs> All right. So let's get into Electric Ladyland. And the gods made love for the first song. Do you guys hear that back and forth? In the- this is, this is a, I know Jimi Hendrix is a, a music god. This is an abomination of an intro for uh, an album to me. He's, I thought it was horrible. So he kind of is doing these sonic paintings on some of these songs where he's just kind of experimenting with it. And you can tell they kind of said, okay, make your own album. And he's like, I'm going to put this in the album. And they're like, shit, we're making this. A, I mean, this should not be a double album. I think we can probably all agree to that. But he did say, I know everybody's going to criticize this song, so I put it first to get it out of the way so nobody thinks about it. So, Russ, he knew what you were going to do. Jimi Hendrix could see in the future, and he got you. That's what I always talk about on my dates. I talk about the worst parts about me at the beginning and hope if I can just get past that, I'm going to be gold. Well, the thing is, I don't like going to my neighborhood night out because I don't want to be around people. (laughs) I would love to think that that's the worst part of you, is that you don't want to go to your neighborhood night. Hey, my name is Russ. I have a great penis. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, all right. Oh, wait. No, that's my bit that I have that. Uh, all right. Have you ever been, parentheses, to Electric Lady Land? Have you ever been? Have you ever been? And this is where he's just tossing off little licks, just like, no problem. I mean, this stuff Jazzy is Jazzy nature of it. You know, on a bunch of these yes. songs is phenomenal. 
Yeah. I, I got to say, the text that Matt sent today, I thought was so perfect of, why did we have a Jimi Hendrix album before this one? I mean, this really is like the quintessential, like if you want to yeah. peg down a Jimi Hendrix song, I think Are You Experienced was him trying to be fit into a box with like the Beatles or like the Yardbirds or something like that. This is him just being like, okay, guess what? You're a guitar god. Let's hear what you can do. And it, there's so many different styles on this and it sounds so cool. I, I was, he just, yeah, I mean, it, like Voodoo Child coming up, it's just like, he's a blues man, I think first and foremost, but he's going to play you the blues from Saturn or somewhere else in the galaxy. And this seems to be the album where he gets to do that the most. Now we have Crosstown Traffic. I love the left to right fade on this one too. Yeah, this is a an absolute must. Have to have the headphones in for this song, right? Both of them, Russell. You both right. of them. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you. This one gets a little singing here. Also, take you take our listeners behind the scenes. I may or may not have spent a lot of time trying to figure out the best songs featuring the kazoo, and there are not many at all. Give it, what's, what's one? Ooh, what's yeah, one good song featuring the one. kazoo? I don't know. I even deleted them from my Something notes. That's how bad the Tim, list was. Probably. It was bad. <laughs> I love that idea. He actually made his own kazoo for that song out of a comb, and then on the thing it said cellophane. But I was like, you can't make a kazoo out of a comb and cellophane. They must mean wax paper, right? Like you can't do it out of cellophane, can you? Aaron, kazoo? you use cellophane as condoms. Do you think you could? Could you pull some out right now and use that? <laughs> Remember in health <laughs> class, they're always like, "Don't use cellophane as a condom." And I was like. Shit, I got to try that. That's a great idea. Because <laughs> then you go buy condoms and you're like, they're so expensive. It's so big, right, Rob? It's so big. It's so big. Like, I was like, really? You need a big, somebody needs a bigger condom than this? That's wild to me. <laughs> like, I'd put it all the way down and I'd still be like super yellow at the bottom because I'd have all that extra. I was like, what? How much do I need? Russell, apparently there's a uh, blind melon song that has zoo in it called skinned it's skinned. not on that album it's a different album oh how's the video <laughs> it's really good stop it's it's eighth on the list actually oh i think i don't know if i did that voodoo child, voodoo child. so this yeah this is a slow blues and he's just gonna go to space this was it. a jam he would go from his recording studio in new york around the corner to a place called the scene and he was jamming with these guys late at night, and he was like, this fucking rocks. Let's go back to the studio and record this, and then they put it on the album. What I got out of this is I loved, I, I was like, why would they put so much organ on a song like this? Now, it is a seven and a half minute song, but it's cool to hear him kind of interplay with these other musicians. I, I enjoyed that. It's seven and a half or 15? It's 15 minutes, yeah. It's like a... Oh, sorry. Yeah. I miss, I meant, okay, let me... <clears throat> Uh, that's a 15 minute song and I want you guys to check out the video for it. It's called hot sauce on feet. I think it's a really interesting. You guys should check that out. And is this the one is, Steve, is this one is Steve Winwood playing an organ on this one? I looked it I up. I believe it's I the should, Hammond should, organ. I should have written it down. The Hammond organ. Oh, I love you guys know. I love the Hammond. That's organ. so weird that Steve Winwood wouldn't play woodwinds, but who would win if Steve Winwood played a woodwind? You know what I mean? It's one of those questions. <laughs> We'd all knows. win if Steve Winwood would play a woodwind. Okay, that wasn't a, That wasn't as sweet as what I said. Okay. So moving <laughs> That's my new bit is I'm going to shut down everybody By the way, joke. If you just ever need like a station, like if you're putting in like, I just need some music, you know, like pop, whatever, put in Steve Winwood station on a 
Alexa or something like that. And that you're going to have great music for a long time. Really? Has, has there been yeah. anyone in the history of the world other than Matt who's ever done the search for the Steve Winwood station? Oh, for sure. You think he's so? Like, yeah. He's like the perfect mix between like adult contemporary and like yacht rock. Gotcha. And it just goes, and that that genre goes on forever. I can tell you, after this, there's going to be at least two other people <laughs> that are going to go do that on their Alexa right after this. I gotta say, I do love. Are you guys? Do you guys jam on Pandora? Pandora is still one of my number one music things. I love Pandora. I got, I got out of it. What? Why Spotify, Spotify has just put Pandora to shame. You can have every song you want. You don't have to wait. You don't have to skip through shitty songs. Pandora is out. But it doesn't. It doesn't pick like new songs for you. How do you guys find new songs? I mean, I know how Aaron does. He listens to the fucking radio, but. Like I love Pandora because it's got me into all these new songs that I never knew before. I can't believe that's what everyone says. They hate Pandora. And Amazon music, mind. Amazon music gets you new songs. If you're just playing like a random. Yeah, I know, but I love that. God, I love Pandora. If you love Pandora, text the Bex line two, one, eight, two, what you, is it? I know I forgot. If you love the Apple two computer, text the Bex line. <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be more appropriate to sex the Bex line? Sex no, the don't Bex do line that. Eight four two two seven seven. You guys don't get those. You guys don't get those. If you like rotary phones, <laughs> I get those. I've gotten so many pictures of. Feet, I mean, Pandora does have the immediate gratification. Pandora does have the immediate gratification. You can hit thumbs up or thumbs down right away. You can thumbs down something and skip. I'm telling you, I've gotten into whole new jams on Pandora. I just think it's so great. Uh, All right. By the way, if you love jacking off to JPEG slowly showing up on your computer screen, (laughs) text 802 (laughs) 56K. Remember that shit? It was like, it's like, oh, yeah. Top of the boob, top of the boob. They're just like, oh, she's wearing a bra. Next. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, a little bit strange. <laughs> this was a song written by Noel Redding. And you can tell he's uh, like, hey, you know who rocks? The Beatles. We should make a song that sounds just like them. Right. You guys like this yeah, one or not? I did. And the reason I did is that I think it has some cool. It's not Noel Redding singing, which is coming up here. I think it's incredibly neat. But he's got three different guitar solos that sound so different. And I picked them out for you guys. Listen to this singing. I, I like this one because I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. Is is this guitar overdubbed or is he playing two octaves together? At one? I mean, uh, the thing with Jimmy's guitar playing is like, is it 10 guitars? Is it one guitar? Is it multiple tracks? So I like it. I for think the, it's all, I think it's multiple entry. tracks. As somebody who has made a number of songs, it's got to be multiple tracks put together. But the idea that Jimi Hendrix would be like, oh man, Noel Redding, this song is so good. God, Fat Mattress is such a great band. Can you come in and sing like that? And he's like, little Miss strange. He's like, okay, now I'm going to add five minutes of guitar solo. Listen to this first guitar solo he plays on this. Just buzz, just buzz up your ass. Yes. This is badass. But here he's harmonizing with himself, yes. right? It's so cool. I don't even know how that happened. How do you do that? So then, oh. the next solo, listen to this. Just a little light pluck. Right. Just a little like. And then finally, listen to the wah. We, I know we're talking about the wah wah pedal. Listen to this come in here. Rob, do you have to pluck up and down that patchy inner thigh or do you shave or pluck? Man, don't get me started about shaving in the shower. Is this a guitar? <laughs> I thought about shaving in the shower here at the lake and then I'm like, what are they going to see in the drain? Like, this is I don't need to get But this, this is wah pedal. He's been quoted as saying, I love the wah pedal because there's not real notes. Like, it's in between notes that come out and he thought that was so cool. Yeah. This song, Long Hot Summer Nights, I always thought this song sounded like they were recording underwater. 
And doesn't he say something about a hot, cold summer? These lyrics make no sense. Yeah, where are you in a hot, cold summer? I, I can't tell if I okay. like the song or not. There's a lot of noodling up and down on the guitar on this one. Matt, you've talked before about some noodling on guitars. What do you think of Jimmy so far? Well, it was brought up that this had a lot of noodling on it. And I think I, I, think I was trying to figure out if this was one of the first kind of jam studio albums that's ever been out there. You know, with the 13, 15 minutes uh, songs or everybody's playing off each other and taking their parts. You know, but the the noodling, there is a lot of noodling. There's a lot of up and down, up and down, up and down, instead of kind of, um, you know, playing a bunch of different, and I don't know the correct term, but but obviously it's Jimi Hendrix, and then he gets into, he gets out of the noodling pretty darn quick. And so uh, the noodling's a lot of filler, which I don't mind, because it leads to a lot of really good sol- solos on this album. Sure. I'm going to say it again. If you guys want to listen to a great Jimi Hendrix album, go to your Pandora and say, Jimi Hendrix live at the BBC, it's his best album. It's him live, but it's not so much like jam band stuff. Do you guys agree that if this was a single album and they cut out some of the fluff, it would be unbelievable, absolutely crazy, unbelievable? Or is this a good double album? It works for me as a double album the because all of these t- these tiny moments where there's this fluff and then you hear something that you just, I, I don't know. It's, it's like when you guys listen to this podcast and then you think, well, we can't cut out something because that was yeah. a perfect joke in there. And for me, I, I was listening that way this week and I would think, ah, oh, this song's too long. And then I would hear a tiny little riff and just go, well, that, that blows anything anyone else has ever played out of the water. You can't let any of that go. So I think it works as a double album, but um, I like the the jazz aspect of it. I think he's kind of blowing uh, pop song structures away out of, you know, setting them aside and he's going for more extended structures and taking longer solos. I think, um, that's the, that's the jazz influence. So for me, it works, but I like listening yeah, to this. I just want to say that was, I, I, and I'm honest here. I think that was such a smart thing to say. I think it's, you're so like astute with your observations. A lot of people say, why the fuck is Aaron on the podcast? Like he doesn't do anything. He doesn't add anything. <laughs> but I'm going to say that was really smart and good. So nice job. All yeah. Right. I don't know why your wife keeps sending Appreciate us that text. She could be at least a little more nice about it. Right. <laughs> well, here's a text. My wife has never said me. Come on. Let the good times roll. <laughs> This was going to be the song this time about Hamburger Roll, but I love this song, by the way. I love the gold. Just a straight 12-bar blues. It's like, yes, give it to me. Yeah, just a rocker, but then it's Jimmy playing it. (laughs) My favorite track on the album coming up, and I know it's a slur. We don't say it anymore. We have Gypsy Eyes. You can say I, I think I'm with you on this, Rob. This song is just insanely ridiculous. When it starts out, it's like, well, uh, I've never heard anything like this before. It's crazy good. Russell, this is amazing. This this intro reminds me so much of, of Black Betty. Ram another Jam. song that I know you love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this, this is your kind of I can of, tell you what's not kind of vibe. Album, and that's tell. Ram Jam's greatest hits. i i want to say that this so first of all this song took 50 takes over three sessions this was like the song that made their manager quit he was such a perfectionist with this song this is also the song that i play every time when i sit down on a drum set let's go i'm like gypsy eyes all right somebody (laughs) likes that but i will say listen to that song for the bass line when he's singing it's incredible and you know why it's incredible because Noel Redding is off with Fat Mattress. That was Jimi Hendrix on the bass playing <laughs> that. Playing As he's saying, it's, I mean, he's just, uh, guys, I'm going to say something here, and this is controversial. I might need to edit this out. Jimi Hendrix is really good on guitar. 
Heard it here first. Burning on the midnight. The takes are hot. The takes are hot. TBD. TBD. We got to get to the ranking before we agree to that. Wait till next week when we draft our favorite guitar players. (laughs) There's a little wah-wah pedal in that one right there. So we moved from 12-bar blues to kind of a psychedelic song. Jimi Hendrix claimed that was his favorite song. And I think partially because people criticize it. However, do you know who sang background on that, Aaron? I do not. Whitney Houston's mom is singing on that one. It was what? the Sweet Inspirations, right? Mm-hmm. In the same kind of wow. group or whatever. They had people coming in and out, but it was same group that sang backup for Aretha on a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Rainy Day. Now we're on to the second album, Rainy Day Drape, Dream Away. This is a jam. I love the clear voice on this. This is my favorite song of the album. Sax is what I love. You, you love this hot sax? Yeah. I, it's a great song and all, but it does start like with a cough. Seriously, we even edit coughs out of this podcast. If you have like the 53rd greatest album of all time and a song starts with a cough, you're like, no, it's good. That's kind of bullshit, isn't it? That, that's a, that's a all point. part of it. I got to agree because you think they're like, we want people to know they're in the studio. It's like, yeah, what, what we're not Daft Punk here. Like, we know what's going on. We, we think there's somebody there. I love this one. I listened today. I went back today and I was checking on Miles Davis's uh, chronology because I I thought this this track and maybe one other remind me so much of or they made me think of In a Silent Way and Bitches Brew by Miles Davis. And I thought Jimmy was maybe influenced by Miles, but I think the direction of influence went the other way. The reading of, of it that I could could find. They definitely met one another. They um, possibly jammed together. It was never oh. recorded. But oh. I think Miles heard this stuff and this is what inspired miles to start pursuing rock fusion and, and funk. And I also read miles started using the wah-wah pedal himself because he wanted to sound more like Jimmy. And all that led up to, I only want to be with you by Hootie and the blowfish. I mean, isn't music unbelievable? (laughs) That's why we do this podcast. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You know, Jimi Hendrix is in heaven playing that guitar, listening to, I love big butts and I cannot lie being like, Rock on, man. I love that idea, by the way, that when people die, they're doing their job in heaven. Can you imagine? I think he was kind of into like wafy English girls. A merman, 1983, a merman, should I turn? By the way, this is the best defense to this should not be a double album. Aaron, how long is this song? Length experts. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just 14, don't minutes. Like 14 minutes. 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love I love Jimmy's sci-fi side. Russell, you said you have a list of the best songs ever to mention a merman. So let's hear that list right now. I think this is a good time to do it. <laughs> I was thinking about doing a list about the greatest super long songs ever, but I didn't want Rob to have to download all the really long, like 30-minute YouTube videos to, to play for. When you were mentioning jam bands, I wonder where this came out compared to like Indigata Davida. To me, that's the ultimate jam album where it's just like that one. was like 70 yeah let me look that up okay because that, that was like just a guy in an organ being like shit man we gotta <laughs> press this record right now <laughs> yeah the part that everybody knows at the beginning of all right moon turn the tides gently this is another little sonic painting uh, this is, uh, someone's gotta call it out this is terrible it's a good double album that's aaron as paul mccarty by the way Okay, <laughs> uh, still raining, still dreaming. So this one, he took that rainy day dream away, and then he did two songs, and he's like, you know what? We should go back to that raining song. Chuck Berry style, but on the same album. Exactly. 
Listen, oh, talking to you, Peter Franklin. Yeah, that guitar is talking to you, Rob. That's spot on. <laughs> you ever fart? It sounds like a word. Like that's what it always reminds me of. <laughs> what was the last word you heard? <laughs> no. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> uh, house burning down. So Axel F, which I think we're going to get to eventually, is a lot about Vietnam and protesting that. That's what this song is about. This is yeah, kind of the most really like preoccupied other. with it at this point. In life. I do love, I love the guitar with the corny voices in the background. It's just something about that with the Hendrix that I just think is so great. Uh, here's a song that you may have heard. Oh, I don't know. Maybe every movie ever produced ever. This is all along the watchtower. Oh, I mean, when this starts, forget it. Like, this is, yeah, that's an opening. This is one of the greatest songs of all time. Probably in the top five. Yeah. I would put this at number two and Bob Dylan's all along the watchtower at number one. I think that's probably better. No. <laughs> like, Dylan has always said, like, when Dylan plays this song at concert, he plays the Hendrix version. That's I thought that was like an amazing amazing credit to Hendrix where he's like, Hey, Hendrix covered my song. I like the way he did it better. So he plays Hendrix's version. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? Well, he's, he's 100% right because I think he I heard is that correct. Version. I didn't, I was like, I should look up that version and play it in the podcast. I was like, no, I'm not going to bother to do that. I was like, maybe Russell. Put yeah. It let's list, just do Jimmy. Do, do you guys know though, that it, the really interesting thing about this song is I read that Jimmy Hendrix only had one song that made it to the billboard hot 100 that made it to the top 40, one top 40 song on the hot what? 100. It was this song. Wow. Is that not crazy? Yeah. He was a one-hit wonder. God, I can't believe they didn't like that Merman song. <laughs> You're right, Aaron. <laughs> Technically, he is a one-hit wonder. So we've talked we've talked about like whoever sang Macarena, the Baja Boys, Chumbawamba, uh, whoever sang Come On I We've talked about one-hit wonders before, but technically, Jimmy's a one-hit wonder. And so what wow. I thought we could do is a list of the greatest artists ever that are technically one-hit wonders. Oh, we like only this. had one top 40 hit. Oh, wow. Come on, Chumba Wumba. Come on, Chumba Wumba. Chumba Wumba is a lot like Russell yeah. at that place in St. Louis where they're, he's like, eh, I'm actually going to have a lager drink and I'm going to have a whiskey drink. <laughs> oh, <a side> drink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, you need to leave here. That was, as long as it reminded me of the better times in that voice. So one thing I tried to do on this list is everyone on the list has to have an album on the top 500. So if it's a complete one hit wonder, they're not even considered. It's got to be a legit band, legit artist that would shock you that they only had one technical hit. Come on, Chumbo Wumba. Still holding out. (laughs) Before we go into like these one hit wonders, though, I I wanted to see if you guys could guess who has had the most 40 top 40 hits of all time. And it's a recent artist within the last famous within the last 10 years here. Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Correct answer is Drake. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 133 really? top 40 hits. 133 that have made it in the top 40 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's so crazy that he Jeez. has that many songs at the top because you know he started at the bottom. Like, <laughs> but now he's here. Yeah. So, so crazy. <laughs> Russ is like, what? Okay, go ahead. You must have a really big team. All right, so the 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 whole crew's here. (laughs) The first artist on the list that only had one top 40 hit, this made it to number one, 
Janis Joplin, Me and Bobby McGee, her only solo hit that made it to the top 40. Also a song that she didn't write, similar to Jimmy and Bob Dylan. Who wrote this, Aaron? Chris Christopherson, I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's correct. That is right, Aaron. But so, we always know, Peace of My Heart is the other Janis Joplin song that everyone knows, but that was done by a band called Big Brother and the Holding Company. I had no idea. I just figured that was a Janis Joplin solo hit, but it's not. So it, this doesn't count. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. That's great, Russell. I can't believe that's a great also, trivia question. Such a great recording. The other oh really cool trivia question, a few weeks ago we talked about how Sitting on the Dock of the Bay was the first song to be released posthumously that made it to number one. So that was Otis Redding. A year later, Janis Joplin dies, and this song is released posthumously, also made it to number one. I thought that was crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Next up on the list, we got to go to one of Aaron's favorites. They only had one top 40 hit. This is Funkadelic, One Nation Under a Groove. It made it to 18 in 1978. Yes. Ready or not, here we are. And this is another one that's trapped in label hell. You can't stream this anywhere on a legal streaming service. Good God. Aaron, I read that you could come into this. So supposedly Clinton would give all of the tracks with the most hit potential to Parliament and not Funkadelic. And then he thought Funkadelic needed a hit. So he gave this one to Funkadelic and not Parliament. Yeah, I, I didn't know that about this one specifically. But yeah, that's why a lot of this stuff gets tied up in these weird internet uh rabbit holes because some some stuff never made it to to streaming services some label sitting on it somewhere or clinton's got a dispute about it i don't know so you don't get to hear that song as often as it deserves there was i remember there's a desk in old maine at st olaf and it just had carved in it peanut the bass player <laughs> and i was like god i didn't know people here were so into you know parliament funkadelic or whatever and then when they came and all those girls got on their bus to blow them afterwards i was like oh this makes way more sense to me <laughs> What? <laughs> you guys heard that story, right? Where they came to St. Olaf no. and they were no, playing yeah, at St. Olaf. Yeah. Yeah. And all these women were trying to get back on the bus afterwards and all the security guards were going, do not go get on this bus. They were telling him like straight up, like you cannot get on this bus. Do not get on this bus. It's bad news. And I was like, get me on the bus. They're like, sir, that's obviously a wig. <laughs> so the next band on the list is one we've covered before. Public Enemy, only one top 40 hit. This is Give It Up. I know this will be one of Matt's favorites. We got a little bit of flavor flavor here. This is the one that made it. Yep. They've had four top hits on the rap top 100, whatever, but this was the only one that made the hot 100. Or the top 40 on the top hot 100. Is 911 a joke? Is that just flavor flav? No, that's public enemy. Wow, that didn't make it. That's crazy. I don't think so. Fight the power. Can't trust it. 911 is a joke and shut them down were the ones that made number one on the rap list, but they did not make the top 40 in the Hot 100. Wow. All right, next up on the list is one that we covered, one of my favorite albums. She only had one top 40 hit. She also died young like Hendrix and like Janis Joplin. This is Amy Winehouse. We did Rehab. This one made it to number nine. This, no, she had so many hit songs, right? she only have one that made the top 40. Mm-hmm. And with all the re-releases and remixes. And That's, true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Posthumously, you think that one would get up there. But right. I have to say, uh, when, when people say, is there an album on the list that's really surprised you? The Back to Black is always the one I bring up. 
And guess what? It makes me sound smart because sometimes I say Chumbawamba. And they go, I don't think they're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying Chumbawamba, guys. I'm so sorry. All right. The last artist on the list, an all-time artist that has to be recognized on this podcast that's only had one top 40 hit. It's our guy Beck. He's Whoa. had top one top 40 hit, and it was Loser. It made it to number 10 for 24 weeks. His, that was his first single, right? Yeah. This is good to base a whole podcast around a guy that has one top 40 hit. We really did a great job. <laughs> I, re- I realized that. Thinking. I realized that today. Steve Winwood. Oh, the namesake Win- of the podcast. Russell, this is such a good list once again. But so the really cool thing, so if you're going to look at it, Hendrix, I think, only made it to like 20 on the top 40. Beck it made it to number 10 and was up there for 24 weeks. So when it comes to being a one-hit wonder, did Beck do it better than Jimi Hendrix? Beck did it better. Is that how yeah, you say it? Did Beck answer. do it better? And then I respond, I, I must have lost that on the other one. <laughs> Should we rename Wait. this podcast Steve Winwood's Would Win with Winwoods? Oh, I <laughs> did it screwed up the joke. Okay, we'll rename yes. the podcast Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba yes. did it better. I like it. It's good by list. Russell. That was easily a top five list. How does Jimi oh, Hendrix only have one yeah. top 40? That's insane. Absolutely. I, I can't believe that something off the Are You Experience album didn't make it. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, didn't. like Foxy Lady or Purple Haze, none of those, Manic Depression, none of those made it. Thousands of them. It's, cr- yeah. it's craziness. That was for those long haired, hippie, druggy kids that were listening to that stuff, though. It wasn't Can like you imagine popular if, mainstream. Point, if he's right. up in heaven, like sitting there with Bob Newhart, and Bob Newhart's like, yeah, I crushed the <laughs> Billboard Top 100. He's looking at Hendrix, he's like, well, shit. Yeah. And he's like, hey, did I ever tell you about baseball? <laughs> Uh, they pitch a ball, but you get three balls. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix is like trying to choke on his own vomit again. He's like, give me out of here. All right, voodoo oh, child. Wait, I don't think that's okay. No, not okay. No. I can only think of one person when I hear this. Hulk Hogan, Chumbawamba. Yep. Gotta be the Hulkster. That's it. The Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all I can think of. You gotta revamp that Hogan impression. You're, you're off, Rob. Re, 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 oh, brother. Let me into the ring. Oh, God. I just ate a bunch of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an amazing end of the album, though. If you've got a Hulk Hogan theme song at the end of your album, it's legit. Listen, if you're <laughs> gonna fuck your friend's wife on cam and then later shut a website down about it, Voodoo Child, best song to do it to, I say. <laughs> Maybe Chumbawamba, but. What do I know? Uh, I, I just want to say, normally we this is like where we end and we go do other stuff. But I want to say they they played that song. They were getting recorded for a documentary. And they were like, okay, act like you're recording a song. And Jimmy's like, oh, guys, you know that song Voodoo Child we played earlier? Just follow me along. We're going to play this. And that's literally what they did in three. They did that song in three takes. Like probably one of his most famous songs on ever. Not the top song, Russell. Okay. I, I was listening during the list, but it's it's one of his top. Nope, just what I said it was. It not one of his top. God damn it, Rob. You suck as a podcast host. All right, let's get into everybody's favorite that? section, the patented and very popular rating system. Oh, I did find my kazoo list. Love roller coaster. That was on the That's kazoo list. System. Jurassic Five Concrete Schoolyard. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. Russell, this list you're making is a top five list. I think it's great. We're all the way up to our rating system. This is number 53, and we need to decide if 53 is a perfect place for Electric Ladyland by Jimi Hendrix 
So listen, we need to decide. Okay, now you guys listen up to this because lately it feels like you haven't been paying attention to this part. Is this rolling well toned? It's perfect at 53. Okay. This is so much not as good as Station to Station by David Bowie. And it should be back at 53. Or is this a rolling groan? Ugh, we didn't like it. It's a double album. Okay. Too many songs about mermans. Okay. My fed, I have two fetishes, mermaids Men's. and hot Men's. sauce on feet. So I did not like this album. Not, not enough for me. songs about crosstown traffic. We need more songs about crosstown. <laughs> Listen, I've tried to get downtown. I got to know what the traffic is. <laughs> well, better tune in on the fives. Uh, <laughs> that's a radio <laughs> joke, I guess. Uh, so that's a, ro- if you didn't like it, it is a rolling groan or should this album be higher? Should we have done this? Not when we're all sick of the podcast this late in at 53. And once again, we're only 10% of the way through staring at our three faces. Uh, talking about the same stuff over and over. And that would be a, did this album get rolling boned? It should be higher. Now, of course we just saw the Rolling Stone website. We know that higher would be lower on the website, although farther to the right, if you're clicking on the top part, uh, which took forever to load because the Rolling Stones website uh, sucks (laughs) balls. So uh, what do you think, Matt? Is this a rolling toned, well-toned rolling bone or rolling ground? Oh, I made a little mistake. I got to start over. This is the patented. I think it's a rolling toned. No, I, I, I don't, it, this is the best Jimi Hendrix album there is, in my opinion. So I think uh, this got rolling boned. It should be way higher than 53 in my estimation. It's like a top 25 album for me. I, I thought it was great. And again, you are wrong. Live at the BBC is the best uh, Jimi Hendrix. I, I mentioned that earlier. It seems like maybe you're not listening. You're kind of getting ready to go to bed. Please listen to when I'm talking. Rob, I, I heard you. I heard you. I heard what you said, but I disagree. All right. I had to throw something in there because I thought maybe that was too mean what I said to you. Uh, Rosie, what do you think? I, rolling I well think Tone I was mad, is great at 53. It's perfect. <laughs> rolling Bone, should it be lower or Rolling Grown? It should be higher. Now, in this case, Aaron, higher would be lower on the list if you're going from 1 to 100 vertically, although not that's not what the website does. I love this album. I listened to it a bunch of times this week. I I feel like I've only scratched the surface of what it's all about. And I love I love Jimmy just really spreading his wings and going fully cosmic with his Aaron, ideas. Would you say he's yeah. spreading his little wing? I would say I would say he's spreading his little wing. And if six were nine, then uh, maybe he could meet a foxy lady, and then it would take him out of his manic depression. And oh, you just could. dunked it on me. You just dunked on me, Aaron. That's, people, that's what I'm saying. I get it. He doesn't do that much of the show, but that's why we love him. He's great. <laughs> so for, yeah, I, I would put it above Jimmy's other album that we've heard. And uh, yeah, I mean, when you said mention station to station uh, as the previous one to this one, which I enjoyed, but this that just that doesn't hold a candle to this in my opinion. So I'm going to say it is rolling bone. It should have been lower on the list, higher uh, on the list, lower number shit rolling. It got rolling bone. Nope. Okay. We better start over. This is the popular and patented <laughs> rating system. <laughs> oh, Matt just I'm so sorry off. guys. All right. Russell, what do you think? Overall, if you're going to give me an album that's got all along the watchtower, crosstown traffic, burning the midnight lamp, it's really hard to argue. This shouldn't be a top 50 album, right? To me, there's four or five hits that just absolutely crush. But honestly, I think the opening track is brutal. There's the one-minute track of random wind songs or something going on there. And to me, if you're going to judge the whole album, that stuff has to be taken away from it. So I love some of the hits, but I think some of the fluff is not for me. So just like the Hulkster, after he gets out of the weight room while listening to Voodoo Child, I'm going to say this is rolling well-toned. Oh, I just said some sushi. 
<laughs> oh, just wait. I got to stop fucking my friend's wife. Who? Hello. Who is this? Oh, it's my kid. How are you doing? What's that? You got a DWI in your Lamborghini? Oh, my God. Oh, well. But All right. All those things are real. You cannot sue me for a libel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, the correct answer is this is a rolling cessation. This album. So wait. Cessation. Cessation. Listen, it's so hard. I, I it's actually the, the easy part is I can't remember what I've said for any other. So they're all on the table. It doesn't matter to me. This album makes me so sad that this was Jimi Hendrix's last studio album. You can just see he's got this glimpse of like he's going to break past this trying to be like other rock and roll stars. I would have loved to see what he was going to do in the next two, three, five albums, you know, getting into jazz, getting into funk, maybe coming out with a live album with Miles Davis. Like it just makes me sad that we didn't get to see. Well, that happens. I feel like it really could have changed music forever. It kind of bumps me out. Man, what a perfect way to end a podcast where we didn't even get to hear Chumba Womba. Actually, it's playing in the background right now, finally. Uh, so next up, guys, we have a real change. This is very different for this list. This next artist was a four-time MVP in the NFL. And when he retired, he had the records for most yards, attempts, and touchdowns. He also won Rookie of the Year after being a number one draft pick and a star yes. across player college. It's a four disc box set by Jim Brown star time. <laughs> wow. This is going to be star open zeros. We get back to sports. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I misread that. It's James Brown. You mean that guy who broke into an insurance office with a shotgun when he was high end PCP to complain that people were using his bathroom. Well, I guess that's cool too. Beck did it better. <laughs> when you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. You're like, they take James Brown and just sum them up as the guy high end PCP with a shotgun. <laughs> Like like some of the albums sounds like, 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 you know, like hey, here's a guy who shit his pants one time in third grade at school. Beck did it better. <laughs> Russell, I'm gonna ask, ask you to leave actually. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna need that table.